Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad, because with Chime Checking Account, features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, yo, welcome back to the show, Dream Nation. I'm excited today. I'm going to be bringing you guys uh, an episode today about how exactly you can fund your freedom. So without further ado, we're going to bring my guys on, Mr. D. Boone, Mr. Ramel, and also Mr. Kenny Smith. Y'all want to go ahead and say what's up to Dream Nation? What's up, what's up, everybody? How everybody doing today? Glad to be here. Yeah, man, it's going to be a dope, dope episode. So first off, I want to get started on, you know, you guys have come together as a collaborative movement and teaching people how they can fund their freedom. So talk to me about where did the idea come from? Like, uh, give us the background on it. So we, we did we did stuff before individually, and we came together a little on a smaller scale, but we decided, like, yo, let's make this thing big. Let's blow it up. Let's, let's really help people all across the nation because we got people not – Kenny's from Chicago, Ramel's from New York, I'm from Philly, but we had people from California tapping with us, Texas, shoot, Toronto, so we just kind of blew this up, took it from small to like, yo, how can we make this global, and pretty much how can we get people the funding, and then take the funding to go ahead and buy hard assets and start businesses, and things like that, because majority of people that don't start business because they don't have the what? They don't have the money. Right, no doubt. So... Talk to me about when you when you talk about business funding from the beginning, where did it start at for you? Like, give us a background, a backstory on it. Like, why was this an issue for you in the beginning? Why did you figure out how you could solve this problem to now be able to teach other people how to solve it? For me specifically? For you specifically. Yeah, so for me, um, business funding, so just funding in general, I tapped into it early because right before I quit my job, I just had, it's not even for the funding aspect. I just, I just thought, you know what? My job paid was paying me like 25,000 a year. I was like, I just got into real estate. I said, I, I know I'm going to run it up in real estate, but worst case scenario, let me see if I can get $20,000 in credit. That way, worst case scenario, I do have, cause you know, bills can go up and down. Let me, I at least right. had a system. So I went and applied, you know, at different local banks that I was already banking at. Got a five thousand here. Got a ten thousand here. Got a fifteen. Uh, it's another ten. I got another seven. And when I got that twenty twenty five thousand, that's when I like really just quit. And I'm like, all right, I got a backup plan. So I did it in a survival mode. 
But when I went to the business funding, I thought about it because I had um I had this deal I was about to buy. It was a commercial mixed use building. Um, it was a, a three units upstairs commercial on the first floor, and my down payment was twenty seven thousand, and it just hit me. It was like, dang, I can't blow my whole personal credit on this one building because my utilization gonna be messed up. And then that's when I had a friend just tell me like, yo, you know, uh, Key Bank can give you up to fifty thousand, no, no docs. I went that same day. Next day, I got approved for twenty thousand. And then two weeks later, they gave me, um, you close on a loan. It was a line of credit because I had an LLC from back 2016. You know, you just make stuff. You ain't doing nothing. We just made it. And then I bought the, I bought the, uh, the commercial mixture building right there with 20,000. I put the other 7,000 up myself. No, I actually took 5,000 from one of them credit cards for personal and I put the other 2,000 myself. And that's how I started. Gotcha. Yo, so, so first off, somebody, they heard you say no docs. Explain what that means when you say no docs. Um, so no, uh, no tax returns, no W-2s, no bank statements. So when you typically, when you ask for anything under $50,000 and a lot, not every place, but a lot of these places, they don't ask for no documentation. Like Key Bank, they didn't ask, they don't ask for no documentation. So it's more about what I hear you saying is, it's more about the, the asset then. Yeah. No, not even assets, your credit score, your credit score. Your so cr if your credit score at Key Bank specifically, if your credit score is over 680, They'll go ahead and approve if you if your credit score is over six eighty, and if you apply for anything under fifty thousand dollars, they don't ask for no documentation. When I asked the uh, the bank teller why do you guys do this, they said because to us fifty, forty, thirty thousand dollars is a lot of money, but to the grand scheme of things, like like the branch I went to, their clients are right eight. Fifty thousand is nothing, so mm. they can lend out forty, thirty, twenty, fifty like it's nothing because. As a business, they're more so people coming in asking for hundred, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. So they're like, we don't need to waste time checking all these documents for pennies in in their minds, versus people looking for bigger, bigger bags. But that's where people like us can come in and pick up thirties and forties and fifties. Yo, I love it. And so, Ramel, Kenny, talk to me about how y'all got tapped into the movement. Let's uh, start specifically with Kenny. Yeah, so I'm more so on the teaching the credit side, teaching the funding side. So giving the blueprint the game on how to get access to the capital that we need to be able to invest into these things that they're, they're going to be talking about. So I am the credit side, the business credit side, the funding side, uh, even if we got some need some pointers on cleaning the credit, because uh, a lot of people in, in that position, uh, how to go about that. So, you know, uh, helping with how to clean up probably credit, build it and then fund it so that you can be eligible to make some investments with the residential or the commercial. So I got to teach them how to get the funding part of it, get access to the money. Gotcha. And you said cleaning up credit, which is huge right now, right? Especially for a lot of people um, that wasn't able to tap into the PPP money, right? Or, or whatever else that it was right at that time. But they still had this aspiration to be able to start a business, especially with AI coming about technology. Our economy is just looking so much different. So every single day, somebody else is coming up with, um, you know, an idea about how they want to fund their own dream. So if somebody does say, you know what, yo, I do want to start my own business. I want to start an online business, but my credit is shot, right? So even if I want to get into real estate in the beginning or whatever I want to do, what's my first steps at being able to start fixing my credit? Okay. So if you just talked about, uh, you know, AI and chat GPT, a, a cool thing I discovered that you can do now is 
we can speak into chat GPT and tell them to dispute us a Metro two or consume a consumer law dispute letter to attack our negative items for us. So now mm. it will automatically generate a dispute letter to attack the things that you have neg negatively on your credit report. So then it will draft this out for you. You can be able to print that out and be able to send that into the credit bureaus with Experion, Equifax and TransUnion. So, and then they'll give you like a high level dispute letter that will be able to, you know, put you in position to be able to clean your credit up. So that's one way. Uh, I got another site. Hack. That we, yeah. That's hack number one. Yeah. So in fact, so uh, another site we use that uh, similar to like the chat GPT method with a new system we have, which is called Dispute Panda. Dispute Panda also is a system that generates, uh, you know, automations to pull up your negative items for you. So then you can like identify what's negatively going on with your credit report. And then you can also draft out a dispute, a dispute for it. So like a dispute letter or, uh, you know, a dispute to the bigger parties that's even bigger brothers of the credit bureaus, right? We can be able to contact a company called CFPB in, con in connection to them, which uh, Obama put a thing in place that we can uh, uh, just basically hover over the credit bureaus if they're not applying by the law. We can file complaints on them. So we use those two in connection with each other to be able to take our negative items as well. So uh, Dispute Panda is a site that's going to just, you know, find your negative items. You will draft letters as well and send them off to the credit bureaus all on the site in the software. And then the CFPB is like a next step up that we use to be able to, you know, fight the credit bureaus if they're not applying by the law. So those are some key components of what we would use to be able to start cleaning people's credit up. Yo, that's that's crazy. And so, first off, it's just crazy where technology is going, right? right. Like that, that every single day, man, it blows your mind. But so let's talk about how long does it normally take? How long have you guys seen when you're trying to help somebody clean up their credit so they can go out and get some business funding about what's the time frame? What's the expectation that they should be looking at? Three months, six months? Right. So everybody's is situational. Everybody's different. Some people got 20 accounts. Some people got one. Some people got 10. Some people got five. Some people got bankruptcies. Some people just got a medical bill. So it's all situational. Uh, typically, we do give a grace period from time from four to eight months on the longer end, probably eight months to a year, maybe sometimes. But once again, it's all situational. It's all different. You know, uh, some people might have went to the car dealership and got a 70 increase on their credit report or some crazy stuff. So it'd be it'd be different. But uh, time frames in a median would be four to eight months, I would say, in a median. But it's all situational. Gotcha. All right. I appreciate that. Now, Mr. Ramel, talk to me about how did you get tapped into the movement? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm on the um, commercial real estate side. So um, Smitty, he's our expert when it comes to personal credit, personal funding and business funding. Boone is our expert when it comes to residential real estate, buying houses, single families, up to four units, commercial mixed use. And I'm a guy that teach you how to now take it to that next level and get into the self-storage business. So that's what I do, right? I buy some storage facilities and we teach how to do this with no money down strategy. That's why we all came together. Mm. Um, but I got started in funding, I would say nine years ago, I got started in the real estate business and um, my very first deal was a two family brownstone in Brooklyn and it was $590,000, but I didn't have the money, right? I was fresh out of college. I was working at Pepsi, making $50,000 a year and I wanted to buy this property, but I didn't have the money. And that's when I understood the power of credit, right? So even when I applied for a mortgage, they denied me because I wasn't making enough money to even afford a mortgage of that amount. Uh, but then I started to go on different meetings. I would go on Eventbrite and I would type in real estate meetups. I would go to these different meetings and introduce myself. And I end up coming across a, a capital partner. So someone else who's an investor who's willing to come in on a deal with me and put up their cash and utilize my credit and my ability to find these great deals, right? 
put put it together. So we end up, you know, I bought my first two family uh, for five hundred ninety thousand dollars. None, no money out of my own pocket. Put it back on the market, sold it for one point two million dollars. Made six figures in real estate. My very first deal, twenty five years old, and that was like the light bulb that went off because I didn't use any of my own money, but I leveraged right. credit and somebody else's funding to creatively build the portfolio um, that we have today. So that's that's pretty much how I got started in the business. Gosh, so man, all of y'all have super dope and diverse ways that you got started. And I can see why y'all came together um, to be able to teach other people how to fund their freedom. Now, let me let, let, let's ask this. Let's say that somebody's just getting started. They just fixed their credit, right? So they've been working with with Kenny for the last four to eight months. Everybody as a collective. Now they say, hey, you know what? I want to go off and I want to start to fund my dream. Do y'all have a plan or a method? Do you tell them to start with the two family, three family, four family? Or is it about the deal that they find? Do they want to go bigger? And then it's a lot easier to be able to work their way down afterwards. So bigger, I mean, self-storage or something like that. Like, what's the ideal method that you're going to help them with? So first, you're going to get you got to get access to the money, right? So uh, you got good credit now. We got a, a LLC, let's just say, before we go get into the real estate, before we go get into the commercial real estate, we got to get access to the funds, right? Romel got a good uh, example of a way he did it, but we like to use the banks. So uh, just um, that's how I tell people to just imagine it, right? If I had $100,000, right, and I gave it to you and I told you, okay, look, just give me $1,000 a month. You can borrow my 100000 just give me $1,000 a month, right? Most people will say, well, hmm, if you will give it to me, I'll take it. I'll go make this money, make me more money or go flip it or invest it. Right. And then I'll say, also, I'll give it to you at zero percent interest for 12 months or 18 months. Just here. You go with hundred thousand. You can borrow and give me a thousand dollars a month. Most 90 percent of the world going to say, all right, let's, let's go. I'll take your hundred you right. know, thousand. Smitty, right. So I tell people to use the same mentality with the banks. Right. We can go and obtain, you know, 50,000 to 100,000 dollars on the lower end and get access to capital. So the way we utilize this strategy is business credit card stacking and business line of credit stacking. So if I can be able to go to banks like Key Bank, like they were saying, uh, you know, DCU is another bank I like to use. I like NASA Federal Credit Union. I like, you know, a lot of these different credit unions and banks that give out high limits on what business credit cards, right? I can stack these up. So if I go get 10 from uh, this one bank, Navy, if I go get 20 from this one bank and, and so on, if I get 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, I can accumulate 50 to $100,000 of capital from the banks. And we go after 0% interest credit card. That's uh, around 12 months time frame or 18 months time frame. So now I got this amount of money in my possession, you know, for 12 months, 18 months for 0% interest. Now it's time to utilize it and invest and to leverage it. So we want to leverage other people's money to be able to create cash flow off of it. And then after you get access to the money from these banks, you know, then we can then go out and be able to invest it with these strategies that my guys got for you. But we got to get the bag first. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so uh, we go and probably get like a business credit card. And then sometimes if your business is open long enough to be eligible to be able to get a business line of credit as well. So we can really literally line up these banks, you know, in different, you know, different algorithms so that we can be able to get access to the money. But we got to do it strategically as well. Uh, when it comes to how you apply is a, another form of what we got to do, too, is like uh, specifically because of where they pull from. So if, if they got to pull from a specific bureau, Experion, TransUnion and Equifax, we got to strategically go apply in each one so that we don't rack up the increase where we can be declined based off how many we get approvals with. So that's gotcha. the next thing to go about it. 
Yeah, and that was exactly where I was gonna go with it. That was a perfect segue because I was so for somebody listening right now, and obviously y'all got you know a whole list of banks, right? And y'all got it all mapped out. Yeah. But it's like for somebody that's looking at this, they're and they're saying, okay, for me as I start to even open my eyes to this, should I be looking at trying to start building relationships with smaller bank? Because you talked about Key Bank, and I don't, I'm not sure if Key Bank is a national bank or is you also brought up you know um, credit unions. So should I be trying to start building relationships with credit unions, or can I go to a Chase or somebody like that? Is like nah, they're too big from the beginning. Right. So uh, it all. So all banks. I like me personally. I like all banks because they all got money. Right. But right. Uh, yes, the cool thing about this challenge and the cool thing about what we put together for y'all, we're going to give you the exact banks that we know specifically are going to give you the highest limits possible that okay. every, that we know that we have got myself that Romel have got himself, Boom have got himself. You can go to our direct banks that we, and then also this is cool too and resourceful for you that we like to be able to give our resources of the reps we have within these banks so that you can go directly to a representation of that bank so that you don't want to be applying online and just, uh, you know, with the masses. No, we want to give you a direct resource to the bank inside the bank that can push through your application so that now you have a formal application pushed through that actually will give you a higher approval amount as well. So so that's resourceful for you to get in the group is I mean the challenge as well. You know what I mean? Things like that. But but like we said, we got we got direct banks that we're gonna give you so that you can know exactly which banks to go to just to clear your head of even trying to think about which one to go to, which one better. But typically, yes, uh local or smaller banks typically approve you for more money because they you know they want more business from you more so than the big companies will, you know, but right now big banks still giving up the bag. Cause like chase right now just opened up one of their business credit cards that give you up to $150,000 on one credit card. So mm. things like that get crazy. You know what I mean? That's a big, right. but the Lord, usually we have seen is that the local and the credit local banks, the credit unions have given out the high tier limits lately. Gotcha. Now, Bone, when you when somebody comes to you and they first just getting started, right? And and uh, you're te- you're teaching them as well about the personal credit. And let's say that they say, okay, um, I don't have an LLC yet, right? And and I want to go through the challenge. I want to be able to get this business funding. Once I get this LLC, or maybe I just started an LLC. Is there a certain amount of time that I need to be? You know, one, I need to have a credit score of what you said, six eighty or above. Right. But then also, do I need to have this LLC open for a certain amount of time before I could start tapping into these strategies of really being able to get this funding? Yeah. So when you're going and going to get funding is pretty much you can go to loans, you can do credit cards and you can do lines of credit. Now, the credit cards, you don't need any seasoning. You can go ahead and get a credit card next day after you open up the LLC. As long as you have your EIN number and everything is all set up. Now, with the loans and the um the lines of credit, that's where it get a little tricky, where you have to have your LLC open for two years. I've seen people get approved for lines of credit when their LLC only been open for a year, eight months, nine months, but really it's two years and up. That's when you really, really start getting approved for them. I Like I said, I've seen some people slide through with a year, maybe 10 months, 11 months, but pretty much like that two year, you're solid. And um the reason is because... And we, we know how to, you know, combat that. But when you get a line of credit, that money is going straight to your account. You can pull that whole money right off. When you get a loan, that loan goes right into your account. With a credit card, they can still control it. They can lock your card. They can lower your limit. They can freeze everything. So the banks don't mind giving out credit cards a little more because they can control your whole spending, your whole situation, freeze everything. A loan, that money hits your account is a wrap. They can't control anything else anymore. They just hope right. that you pay them back. With line of credit... 
they open up their line, you could pull the whole $50,000 off the line. There's nothing they can do. They can't pull that money back. But that's why with those, they want to see and make sure that you got some time, some history, your business is actually making money. It's a little more secure. But which uh, Smitty, all of us go into how to liquidate those cards. So even though you only got approved for a $30,000 credit card, like, dang, it's not a line of credit. It's not a personal loan. We know how to use those cards as if they were line of credit or as if they were personal loan or business loans. So it really doesn't matter. So we tell people, Yo, listen, don't be mad. Your LLC only been over for three months. You can only get approved for credit cards because we know how to liquidate those cards as if they were lines of credit anyway. Gotcha. So that's how we pretty much. And another thing, I just want to second what, uh, what Mogul said when he said his story about um, how he got started in his first deal. I don't want everybody to be on here thinking, oh, I don't have a, a 620 or a 680 credit score. I can't get approved of business funding. Um, we go into a lot of strategies that don't need any credit. Like, like the the situation I just told you about, that was my first deal using, utilizing business credit, but we've done other deals that didn't need any credit at all. Gotcha. So, so I don't want people in here thinking like, oh man, I'll have a 680. It's done for me. Like what well, we teach how to, if you have a 680 or better, we got you. If you don't, we got other routes too. Gotcha. No, that, and that's a great segue into that. Cause I was going to ask like how much of this you said that, like, if you haven't been open for two years, but even if you have been open, let's, let's say you said, Hey, I do got an old LLC that I started up a couple years ago. I haven't really done any business on it, but at least it's seasoned now. Now, when you go to a bank or even if you're trying to open up a, um, a credit card, how much of that does the bank look at? What is the business or the asset? If we're talking about real estate, because if I'm brand new and I don't got no deals and I come to you guys and I say, okay, I got this, I got this line of credit or I'm sorry, I got this LLC. It's been open for two years, but I haven't done anything with it. I've been working a job. Now I'm looking to, to do my first deal. I want to fund my life. I don't really know what that looks like. I don't know a lot about real estate, but I'm open to learning. All I know is I got a good credit score. I got an LLC and I'm ready to quit my job. What's the move there? Like, what are you, how are you going to guide me over these next six to eight months of how I can be able to sustain a life for myself? Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's two, it's two, shit, it's a couple of different ways. One, um, even if you don't have a business, you have an LLC, but you haven't been running that business, you can go ahead and still apply, like I said, for amounts under 50,000 where they're not even checking to see if you have any revenue. So Gosh. one, you can combat that with just that. The second thing is if you want to get directly in real estate, which is how I started doing my first, my very, very first couple of deals, it's called asset-based lending. So they don't really care about how much money you make. They don't care about your personal stuff. They're looking at does the asset make sense? So if you don't have a great credit, you don't have an LLC open for years, you don't have a lot of these other things going on, but you have this deal that someone wants to sell to you for 50 grand, but it's worth a hundred as is, that makes sense. So you can have a lender come to you and say, hey, look, listen, we're willing to lend money to you based off of the asset. We're going to put a lien on the property in our name. So if you don't pay us back, we're taking this deeply discounted property from you. So now they're covered. But for you, you can get the money to go ahead and buy the house and get the money to fix up the house. And then when you sell it, you pay them back. Let's say you bought it for 50, you put 50 into it. You all in a hundred. So the lender is willing to lend you a hundred thousand dollars, or let's say they'll lend you ninety thousand dollars. You come with that ten thousand dollars, your own down payment. And now with the house, let's say the house is worth one seventy. Now if you sell it, you pay them back their hundred and you pay a couple fees, and let's say sixty thousand dollars that's left over, that's your profit. 
So now you're utilizing asset-based lending to go ahead and make money to, to sustain a future for yourself. Or which Smitty can get more into, you have great credit, you have an LLC, but you don't have a lot of revenue. You can possibly go ahead and use your great credit and have people and charge people to add them to your credit score, your trade lines. But look, listen, I'll charge you five hundred. I'll charge you a thousand dollars just to get added onto my thing. Or you can go ahead. It's, it's, it's we'd be on here for three days. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's so many different ways. <laughs> yo, I'm sure there's somebody right now taking notes. That's like, yo, okay, Schmitty, he said that. Let me reach out to him in the DMs because I got great credit, right? And I got to figure out what's that hack look like. So I love it. Um, now, talk to me about for where do you guys see because a lot of what we've talked about so far is is real estate, right? And and obviously the real estate market has been crazy over these last six months with the feds raising interest rates and we still got low inventory, people not wanting to move. Um, there's a lot of things that, that's just going on in the real estate market. But talk to me about why this is so important that over the next, you know, three, six, nine months that people start tapping into these strategies to set themselves up for wealth, you know, going for the next three to five years. So if you set it, you you set your whole um, foundation up now. When the when things turn a little bit, now you able to have a pool of money to go ahead and sweep in and grab everything. But honestly, it's not even waiting right now. You can grab what's on the market now because the houses are just sitting. 
For example, I literally put a property up, no lie. While we're while we're texting, not while we're texting, but while we're talking, I just got an offer four hundred literally four hundred and ten thousand dollars with five percent mm. sellers assist right here. This happened just now. And I put the property up for four twenty five. Someone came in four ten. I'm still gonna take it. So the 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 flip side of this, now buyers can come in and get properties cheaper. So like I'm I'm basically taking a fit I'm think about it, I'm taking a fifteen thousand dollar loss to sell this property less than what I really wanted, but also I'm only in three hundred on this. I'm I'm in two ninety on this house. So I'm still making a hundred and something thousand dollars. Right. So it, it it's it doesn't really it matters, but it doesn't matter. So for you guys, you guys can now shoot low ball offers and get properties under contract for cheap. So you don't even have to wait for the future. You can pick up some stuff now. Just to answer your question, but also as an investor side, I don't want people to listen to this and think like, dang, but he's taking losses. If you're getting a property cheap enough, you could take a loss and still, okay, I could have made 120, but now I'm making 100. You make your money when you buy, not when yeah. you sell, right? Exactly. right? So don't wait. Exactly. You guys can get started now. Got you. Now, so we, we've talked about people can obviously get the business funding and everything else, but how much of this in, in the challenge and, and what you guys do on a day to day basis is teaching people about how to find the deals, right? Because people say, okay, that's great. Like I can get the, the funding, but for a lot of people, they're like, man, I don't even know where to start. How do I find these deals? How do I know what I should be looking for? Right. And so talk to me about that. Do you guys teach people how they can find these deals, where to look for, to find these deals, how to negotiate these creative strategies on these deals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Ramel got some super creative ways he does, and then I have some creative ways. Um, just one. Let quick... us hear a couple. That's what that's what we here for. Let us hear a couple. So one one quick way, and I want Ramel to go into you know how he find a commercial deal. But one quick way to find a residential deals is like I said, right now you can get properties cheaper because they're sitting longer. Case in point, I'll just give you my live example with me. Um, you can go in on go in a market and just look at. Houses that's sitting on the market 90 days or more. That's a full pool of motivated. Like it don't get more motivated than someone for you to call a realtor and say, can you put a for sale sign in front of my house, put it on the internet and sell it. It's nothing more motivated than that. So now, now the next step of motivation is someone that's sitting. So now you got a house that's motivated and then now they've been sitting itching for 90 days. So now you guys can just go ahead and call all those houses that's listed in the area that you're looking for and just shoot offers, just shoot offers, just shoot offers, just shoot offers, and just go from there, go from there. They actually, be honest with you, they shot me 385 at first, and I told them no, and we counted at 410, and they accepted it. So mm. you guys, but it's still less than what I originally had it listed for. So you guys can literally just go to Zillow, go to redfin.com or realtor.com and just type in, Whatever zip code, like a zip, this zip code is 19140 and just type in 90 days or more in the filters box and it will just list 20, 30 properties that's on the market right now that's sitting and which ones you like, shoot offers it. That's just Again, one. Another, another gem. Now talk to me before we tap into uh, Mel and you talking about on the commercial side of it to, to wrap it up though, talk to me about what was your criteria in picking that zip code? Cause a lot of people they'll say, okay, well, how do I know, you know, what zip codes I should be targeting? Should I target right in the back of my neighborhood or should I go to places where, you know, destination spots? What's that look like? That's a, that's a great question. Um, so you want to pick based on 
what's going on. You first, you want to ask yourself: Are you a buy and hold investor or are you a um, a flipper? If you're a buy and hold investor, you gotta look at what's going on in the neighbor, that neighborhood for growth. I picked the zip code because it's not too far from um, this area. It's called Broad and Erie. Um, the next block up is Broad and Tioga, and that's where Temple Hospital is. Temple, everybody, I don't care where you at in the country, you know everybody knows Temple. So Temple is a huge hospital. They basically taking over the, it's two main blocks in Philadelphia. It's Broad Street and then it's Main Street. Temple is taking up the whole Broad Street. So if you got anything over there, it's of some value. So that that house is not just five minutes away. But also, like I said, Temple's at Broad and Tioga. Broad and Erie is there. They literally tearing down a lot of stuff and rebuilding um, a hotel right there. They're building like this 300-unit apartment building. Don't quote me. I don't know exact units, but it's like 300, 200, somewhere around there. And the city actually is cutting off one of the lanes in the street to open it up for more sidewalk space because they're putting a lot of, like the city is planning this. So that because they're putting more and more people in that area, so they're cutting off one of the lanes to make the sidewalk bigger. So now when they, all that new development comes in, now they got space for people to stand away for the bus. So when you hear stuff like that, okay, let me buy and invest long term here because they're putting millions and millions and millions in this exact neighborhood, exact this exact corridor. That's if you're a buy and hold investor. If you're a flip investor, look at zip codes and look at neighborhoods where houses don't sit on the market that long. So the days of a market. So you want to look at, okay, is this neighborhood, do the average days of market, is it 30 days or less? Mm. That means houses is moving fast. Also, um, look at how many people are actually buying in the neighborhood. So um, if a lot of people are buying in that neighborhood, do you know, okay, that's some value. Let me start doing some deals and flip stuff over there because that means we got a pool of buyers that's looking. So that's just two or three things. Um, Like I said, it's it's millions of different things to look at, but those are two, two to four that you guys can look at on a buy and hold and on the flip side to make it worth you going into that neighborhood. No, I appreciate that. Definitely. Gems. Mel, my man, talk to me about on the commercial side, because a lot of people, obviously, they understand that it takes the same amount of energy, right, to be able to get into residential as it does commercial. But those big numbers scare a lot of people. So talk to me about, like, for you, you did your first deal. It was a big deal. And now you're teaching other people how to get into the commercial side after they get their funding right. Um, but you said for a lot of people, they don't even need no money down. So what's some strategies that on the commercial side that people can look at? Absolutely. So it's pretty similar, right? Um, residential commercial is just that you're playing a bigger game, but the approach is still, a, still the same, right? You want to be able to have the right conversations. You want to have strategies, be able to build a, a network with brokers, build a network in your area so that people can bring you deals. So um, for me, right, with self-storage, one of the websites that I utilize is called Biz Buy Sell. So okay. Biz Buy Sell is a business brokerage website where you have motivated business owners. And it's not just self-storage, right? It could be a trucking company. It could be a restaurant. It could be a commercial cleaning company where they've been in a business, they tie it, and they just ready to get out of it. So now they're motivated and they go list it with a business broker on that website. So that's a direct platform of people that you could actually go in there and see who's looking to sell their storage facility because they tie it, they're ready to get out of the game. So for me, I'm going to be searching that website every single day. Or we got another platform, it's called Off-Market Self-Storage. So on that platform, you could actually find a self-storage facility and get the owner's name, phone number, and call and see if there's if they're interested in selling. So we that's just two of the strategies that we teach, right? So now that you find those facilities, and let's say you get a $1 million facility that you want to buy, right? 
from a financing standpoint, we leverage what we call the SBA 7A loan. So the SBA 7A loan is specifically designed for newbie self-storage investors. So if I go to bizbuysell.com, I get with a business broker. We find a self-storage million-dollar facility, 300 units, right? Now I'm going to go to the SBA, and they finance you up to 90%. So all we got to do is come to the table with 10% down, right? So $1 million facility, 10% down, that's $100,000. Smitty, and this is why we call this our two-year two millionaire plan. That's what we call it, and we break that down in a five-day challenge because if you follow this step-by-step, you're literally going to be able to go out there and build a $2 million net worth um, or million-dollar net worth in two years, right? So mm-hmm. get with Smitty. Go get $100,000 in funding, which is not a hard thing to do if you're set up the right way. Take that $100,000 in funding, and that is going to be your down payment on a self-storage facility, Right. And and we take it a little further, talking about the economy, the recession, going into a depression. Self-storage is the number one performing real estate asset out of all the classes because it has the lowest loan default ratio. As people are downsizing, you see people losing their jobs. People are now going to downsize and start to live together, but they still want to keep their belongings. They ran out of storage unit. You think about a lot of business owners that's shutting down because they can't sustain where they're going to keep their equipment, put it in a storage unit. So the demand right. is there, right? So not only are you making money from a from a business that's in demand and is thriving, you still get the cash flow, the appreciation, the tax advantages, all the leverage. But what I love the most about it, right? This is the game. This I'm about to go crazy in the game, right? When we buy self storage, we can create multiple streams of income through one acquisition. So it's about working smarter, like and that's what we're gonna be teaching in this five day challenge. How do you get the money? How do you start in residential, which is a lower barrier to entry? Boom, going to show you how to do that. Once you make money doing that, now you can invest in self storage. And I'm making money by renting out my units. Then I make money by partnering with a local moving company. So all of the tenants that rent out a unit, if you need moving services, I'm going to refer you to my local moving company and get paid commissions by sending them over. I also partner with the U-Haul company. Well, now U-Haul runs the transportation business, and now I get paid commissions from the transportation business, right? I also partnered with a local vending machine company where they put vending machines on the facility, and now they're responsible for putting the snacks in the machines, making sure the product is not expired. But again, you're giving me 30%. So we just implement all these different things. If you follow this blueprint step-by-step, like like if you do it step-by-step in two years, you'll be able to have a a millionaire um, net worth. For a fact, because like we're literally living proof of it, but that's how that works. Yo, I think that's that's super, super dope. And I, I'm glad that you answered that question, because I was going to ask why out of all things, right, getting into real estate, there's a lot of different, even, you know, entry points into commercial, but you chose, you know, self-storage, but you answered that question, you know, and being able to work smarter, not harder. I love it. Uh, so the last question that I have is, as as you guys start to, to really blow this thing up, right, and, and you teach people, like, what what's the next step, right? And, and what do I mean by that? As you start to teach people how they can get this funding and now how they can get into um, commercial and self-storage and, and be in these, do these bigger deals, like, what's your end goal with this? So the end goal for us really is to show people how to get true freedom. Like, you, like we're really showing you how to get money, but that's the small subtitle. The bigger picture is we're showing you how to get back your time. We're showing you how to build a legacy for you and your family. We're showing you how to really get true wealth. Like, that's really the end goal. And ultimately, we want to collectively bring together our community so that we can actually buy back our blocks. Like, we realized there was a gap, right? It's like, 
me, like, so Boom, for example, I reached out to Boom last year, and we made seven figures together. We only known each other for a year, right? Mm. Smitty, the same thing. Only for a year, and we've been able to make seven figures. But the reason why I reached out to them is because I was the only one in my circle that had this mindset. I felt limited. So I said, okay, I need to reach out to other people that's working. Let's go duplicate ourselves. But if we able to go impact more people, show other people how they can do this exact same thing, now we have more investors. We can actually stretch our money further. We can now buy deals in Cali, buy deals in Florida, buy like all over the country, and now truly be able to be that change that we're looking for. So that's 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 really the end goal. Um, the education is just a small piece, but once we get past that educational gap and then we execute, we truly want to see a difference um, from a wealth ratio standpoint. So imagine us having a community, right? So we're going to put people from our challenge in a Facebook group, right? So we can keep in connection with each other for, for this group. We can be in forever, right? right. So we have a your freedom, private group, specifically for people who join us, right? So once we come into this big community, let's just say we got a thousand people, you know, 500 people, whatever, how many people we get. Now think about what we can do as a unit. You know, uh, man, imagine I teach all 500 people how to get 50K to 100K. And then now we come at the six months down the line, we come up with a uh, structure of a deal that means like, all right, look, everybody, I taught everybody how to get their 100K. Listen, yeah, let's just give it, let's, let's everybody put in 10K. Let's everybody put in 50K. I mean, 20K. Now imagine 500 people or a thousand people put in a pitch in a 15K price point, And now we got this big pool of funds to be able to go put down on something. I'm talking about 10, 20, 50, a hundred million, you know, and then now we can go get go bigger with each other more so than individually so now it makes sense because pff, once you start getting to that realm of things now oh opportunities is endless you know what i mean now you're a part of a fund so crazy that we can start tapping into stuff that you probably never even thought about you know what i mean you yeah. probably never thought about purchasing a hundred million dollar this or that you know skyscraper whatever the case may be but as a collectively as a group and you're a part of this community of like-minded people that got the pieces of the information uh, these things can start happening. So when we position it like this, everybody educated, everybody on the same page, everybody got the same goal, coming to a community together, we can turn this thing up times 100, you know? So that's that's like ideal as well. Love it. That's what I like. I like that talk. Yeah. Right? That fact. So talk to me about, do y'all, I just want to know, are, like, are y'all big into... Obviously, personal development, everybody's big into that. But give me some books. Give me some places. Of where do y'all go for inspiration on a daily basis? You obviously got your community. You got your circle right here, right? But if you're looking to read something, get a people some books or something. Because there's some people that's out there that's listening right now that says, man, I love these brothers. But right now, just like you said, Mel, like there's somebody that's in their own circle right now and they're the smartest one in their circle and they want to be able to figure out what can they tap into to be able to take that first step of movement to being able to join the challenge and being able to feel like they deserve this type of success that y'all talking about. So give me some books, give me some podcasts. Like what are y'all listening to on a daily, weekly basis to be able to feed y'all brain? For me, for me, I listen to uh, this podcast called the big room. The one thing it's called the one thing podcast. They talk about how to make money, but the main thing is how to focus on one thing, how to think bigger, how to be a better family man, how to be the better leader, how to be a better you, and laser focus on one thing and then start moving on. Um, that's like, because we listen, a lot of people listen to a whole bunch of Get Money podcasts, but if you don't know how to lead, you don't know how to think, you don't know how to manage, that money comes and it goes. So mm. I like listening to podcasts like this that show you how to think bigger and think smarter. 
So that way, when you do come into the bag, you don't fumble it. Um, so that's a podcast, and then a book. Uh, who not how? Love this it. This is good. Um, basically, who's going to do this and not how? Um, you hustle. Getting to six figures is hustling. Getting to seven figures is systems, teams, and things like that. So um, I hustled to get to the six, but the seven I started hiring people out. So that's a book, and that's a podcast that um, I think is really good for people. Love it. Yeah, for me, I'm going to take it a little different. It's just the honest truth, right? Like, um, I'm more into spiritual development, you know, because I understand, like, for me, once I started making a certain amount type of money, it was certain problems and things and gaps that I realized that, damn, money's not going to solve this, right? So um, the book that I read is called Message to the Black Man by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And um, that was powerful because I started to understand, like, just like yourself, Right, you gotta understand self love. You gotta have that belief because we could talk all the money strategies all day long, but if you don't have that self belief, like truly understanding the power that you have and what our ancestors have been through, or all the things that we've been able to create as black people, like once you start to see, like, damn, we created that, we did that. Oh, I could do it too, right? right. So just reading that book is powerful. And then outside of that, I would just say. Um, mentorship. So that's why we put together the Fund Your Freedom because this is a community now that you could tap into. So not only do we give you game, we also have morning accountability calls. So five days straight that week, we're going to have morning accountability calls where we're talking about that personal development, getting that mindset right, understanding, having an accountability partner because you can't have success without accountability, right? Smitty, boom, we, we hold each other accountable. Like, what did you do that today? You did that today, right? Having like sparring partners. So not only are we going to provide information, but truly providing a, a full environment that's going to help you thrive and succeed. You know, I love Smitty say it all the time. You'd be like, yo, if I'm in a group and I see somebody else posting up, yo, listen, I just got 50,000. Hey, look, listen, I just spoke to this broker and now I got a deal in the contract. You have no choice but to be motivated and go do it. You have no choice because yeah. everybody else is thriving. So that's what I would share. Love it. Yeah, mine, is, mine, I think most of the time is just directly from the people at a higher tier for me. Um, learning directly from people that's at a higher tier. I love direct learning from person that's way above me. Uh, I love being in rooms too, but I'm the dumbest. I, I want to be able to be in this room to learn. I don't want to be the smartest in no rooms no more. Uh, I don't I don't like the concept of it because then I can't grow. I can't learn. So let me start getting in front of people in rooms where I'm the dumbest so that I can have the expansion to learn as much as I can, you know, at however, at what, what level I am. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, um, I, I sit and watch podcasts, too. Uh, uh, a lot of YouTube and uh, it, it ain't no one specific. I watch a lot of them. Uh, I like, I love listening to people at a higher tier break down the exact strategy of how they became or did what they did. Like when 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 a person making a billion dollars or a person making a hundred millions of dollars starts conversating about how they did it, I believe it just opens your mind frame of how now it's first possible, but now like what route you should start taking and thinking about of what you should be doing yourself to be able to reach those peaks. So that's my route of how I like doing it. Love it. Love it. Hey, fellas, this has been a dope conversation. I'm I'm honored that y'all came on here to be able to share some of these hacks, strategies, gems uh, with the people. And uh, last but not least, uh, I want to give you guys an opportunity to let people know. Obviously, we're going to put all of the links in the show notes. Um, but for anybody who's looking to stay directly connected with each one of you all, let them know where they can find you at. So you can find me at DS Boone on Instagram, D-S-B-O-O-N-E. 
um, on YouTube. Just type in Derek Boone on YouTube. My YouTube channel comes up. We got a lot of videos, got a lot of other interviews. They can tap in. And if you want to join our five-day challenge, it's letsfundyourfreedom.com, uh, where you said we got morning accountability calls. Um, you get access to a private Facebook group, which is amazing. But also, most importantly, from 7.30 to 9 o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going to get grade A next level game from top tier individuals that's going to teach you every day of the week. It's going to be like accelerated college course, but that's actually going to do something for you and actually going to help you, you know, make six or seven figures coming out of it versus cop. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh Smitty. So underscore Smitty, the goat underscore like on Instagram and like on um, YouTube is Smitty, the goat uh, pretty much on all my platforms. That's where everybody can find me. And I'm always giving game and information on funding and credit and how to leverage it and things like that. Yes, sir. You can find me on Instagram, Mogul Lifestyle. That's M-O-G-U-L-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E underscore. Um, on YouTube, Mogul Elite Club. Stay tapped in with all of us. You know, we'll be able to build, get you that game and get to that next level. Absolutely. But like I said, we got to make sure we put all of those links in the show notes. And for anybody who is looking to fund that freedom lifestyle, right? That's what it's about at the end of the day is controlling your own time, controlling your own mind. And uh, just remember, just like they said, you got to take action on something, right? Because if you don't, that dream that you have, and we all have a dream without any action, it'll only merely be a fantasy. That's all for this one. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, bro. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.